Welcome to Your Husband Needs a Girlfriend, exploring your relationships through my reality. Join the conversation with your host, Natasha Wright. I think I was the side chick. True story. It's 20 years ago. I meet this guy in the laundromat. Don't judge me. I can hear the judgment. Just, just listen. Nice guy, you know, easygoing, a little bit older. I'm like, all right, he could, he could possibly be in like that sugar daddy category. So we hang out a few times. Actually, he's a pretty nice guy. He sells cars for a living. I'm like, oh God, this is not going to go nowhere. But I'm in school. This is a great distraction. He calls me one day and says, I have to go to the hospital. I'm having a lot of pain on my side. He later tells me that his appendix has to be removed. I ask him if he wants me to meet him at the hospital. He says, no, can you go to my apartment just to secure it? Because when we left, the door was open and I had a key to his apartment. So I went to his apartment. I let him know that I could stay a few days. I'll prep some food for him since he has to get his appendix removed. I did that. It's day one. This is the first time I've been in his apartment longer than a few hours. I'm cleaning it up, making sure that he's gonna be comfortable when he is released from the hospital. He was not my boyfriend. I was in college. I didn't have boyfriends. I had friends. Yeah. So I cook his food and I prep one week in the refrigerator and I prep the second week in the freezer. Some of you may be asking, well, if he wasn't your boyfriend and he not your husband, why are you doing all of this? I'm gonna tell you why I did all of this. He was kind to me. He was loving. I know he wasn't my man, but guess what? He was a decent human being. I loved people's character traits. Even though I thought he was a little suspicious because I felt like he was lying all the time. Now look, he's not the dude you go to if you want to have a cerebral conversation. But if you need someone reliable, you need someone who you can hang out with, go grab something to eat, catch a movie, he was the dude. For me, preparing food for him, especially since he was sick, was instinctive. Let's move on. I'm in his house and I noticed that the phone has been ringing off the hook the first day. Around this time, I was studying for some exams. I had papers due. It wasn't finals, but I took a few days off from work so that I could get these papers done because I was a little behind. His apartment was ideal. And even though I lived in this beautiful brownstone. My neighbors were assholes. They had these two pit bulls that they would leave outside in the winter time. I agreed to stay at my friend's house because it was quiet. First day was extremely quiet with the exception of the phone ringing off the hook. I didn't look at the phone initially, but I did let him know, hey, your phone is ringing a lot. Do you want me to answer the phone? He said, no, 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 you, you know, I'll, I'll call them back. This is the part that I forgot to tell you. When I started dating him, he was working in a car dealership. He was making pretty good money. He also told me that he used to live in Florida. 
and he had a nursing home that he owned and a rental property. Why would I think he was lying? I'm not doing no damn investigation. He's not, he not about to be my husband. All right. So every month he would go out to Florida and I'm just assuming it was to take care of his properties. Day two, I let him know, listen, Vincent, somebody keeps calling. I think you should call them back. This is the phone number. He says, no, don't worry about it. The person calls and calls and calls. So I finally pick up, no response. When I hang up, immediately the person calls back. Hi, is, is Vincent there? Vincent, Vincent is under the weather. So he's at his doctor's appointment. Do you want me to take a message? No, I don't want you to take a message. Who are you? I'm his girlfriend. Do you want me to take a message or not? Now, I wasn't his girlfriend necessarily. If we were in a group, like a work event or around friends, he would always introduce me as his girlfriend. But him and I had an understanding. I'm not your girlfriend and you ain't my man. It was just easier to place a title so that it didn't look weird. He was older. He probably shouldn't have a girlfriend. He should probably have a wife. I don't know. So later on that day, this is day two. I need y'all to keep track. Are you keeping track? This is day two now. I picked up the phone and this lady is like, where's Vincent? Later on that evening, he gets released from the hospital a little early. So I'm happy that he's okay. You know, he could have died. I'm like, oh, you know, you look great. I set up all your food for the next two weeks. You should be good. If you need me to do anything else, let me know and I'll take a cab over. I didn't have a car at the time. I was like 20 years old, but I did know how to cook because I had been living in my apartment for at least a year. I let him know that I needed to go to work the following morning. Originally, the plan was for me to stay one more night and leave early in the morning, but my spirit, I don't know, it was off. It, it wasn't, it didn't feel right, and I wanted to go home. It might have sounded selfish because he had just come from the hospital, but there was something, you know when you get that, that feeling in your chest where your heart starts to beat really fast and you feel like you have anxiety? That's how I was feeling and I could not shake it. I didn't know where it was coming from. So I take a shower, get dressed. I didn't I didn't prep to leave yet, but I was I was clean. You know, I was I was ready to go, but not ready to go yet. And then the doorbell rings. What? The doorbell rings. Now this is a brownstone in Flatbush. So I'm assuming it's a guest of someone who's living in a building. But in my heart of hearts, y'all, y'all gotta hear me when I say this to you. I didn't really think it was a guest. I guess you guys have to talk. Let me bring you upstairs. I walk her upstairs. Of course she knew the house because she had been to New York already. That was her dude. Mm, 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 mm. She comes upstairs. I didn't even warn him because I wanted to see the surprise on his face. I bring her inside and I said to him, you have a guest. <laughs> it was like that evilness. You have a guest. 
she sat down she didn't say anything and I and I said to him listen Vincent I don't know what you got going on over here but I'm gonna go I still need my money so <laughs> so he would give me a certain amount of money every single month and yeah I still wanted it he gave me the money he opened up his wallet and I know what you're thinking damn she's insensitive he got all this stuff going on she's still trying to get her money and he's sick he done got an organ removed and now the side chick from Florida then came yes I was very focused and structured okay so now I turn to Mabel and say did you take car service yes do you happen to have the business card of the cab that you just came out of? Yeah, I have it. I'll give it to you. She gives me the cab information. I call them. Because they were still in the area, it only took five minutes for the car service to come. I pack my stuff. Nice to meet you, Mabel. I hope you guys are able to work some things out. It was at that point that I realized yeah, I think I'm the side chick. Okay, so it's time to go home. I go home and all I hear when the door closes behind me is screaming. And I'm like, damn, he's assed out. But I got my money and I'm going home in a cab. I go home, I let 24 hours pass. I call him just to see if he's doing okay. Because you gotta remember, I know you're like, what? You you, you like drama. I do not like drama. But I am just a practical person. He was in pain. He obviously had a condition that led to his appendix being removed. I was interested in that. I didn't care about nothing going on with Mabel. I like to stick to the facts. I like to stick to the things that matter. I called him and say, hey, how are you feeling? Is everything okay? Was the food season well? You like the food? He was back in the hospital. He didn't tell me why he was back in the hospital, but he was back in the hospital. As he's sharing his health update, she grabs the phone and she's like, don't call him back. Don't ever, 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 you know, you know, you know how we go. She's screaming, she cursing. I'm like, okay, Mabel, you'll be gone in two days. I'll call back then. And that was the end of it. Obviously, you know, once this happened, I was like, okay, I, I couldn't blame him. He didn't necessarily put me in that predicament, but he also didn't share that he had this thing going on in Florida. Let me tell you what I learned from that experience. I was so preoccupied with everything I had going on with school and life and work that I didn't ask him anything. I was just going with the flow because I was fitting him into my life. He was fitting into the cracks. But you still want to ask questions because there's a possibility that that person who he's with can create so much strife in your life that it can destroy you. This could have gone completely different, but it didn't. And I'm grateful.